second time you dropped that Bible since she's been in there. Do you confess? Albert, you pierced the toast. So what? Hello and welcome to Quarantine Confessions. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today is Jordan Coburn. Hello. Hello. This is the show where we get a little more loose. Uh, there's no news <laughs> except for good no news. news. <laughs> yes. And, and there's, it's just, you know, it's a little more off the rails and and we have laughter, we have tears, we have, the, we run the gamut of emotions where you tell us what your confessions are from being in quarantine. And uh, you can send them in to quarantineconfessionspod.com uh, and then click on contact and just, you know, submit your confession is one of the choices, I think, from that drop-down menu. And uh, and we have a lot of submissions today to get to. And then we'll hop off here and go on to our Daily Beans happy hour. And I'm excited about that as well. Me too. All right. Well, do you wanna do you wanna go first, or do you want me to go first? I I'll kick it off. Sure. Um, right. conf- our confessor. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's so funny. Confessor. Our first confessor. Yes, yes. I like that. That's uh. There's a change in labeling there in the script. Love it. First confessor <laughs> is Eliza. Eliza says, "I may have manifested quarantine into existence." Oh boy, I am very curious to see what follows. I've been working on an MFA and was longing for nice, peaceful days to get writing work done. Then, quarantine. Lockdown. Never leave your house. Since March, I've drafted an entire novel and am beginning (gasps) revisions. So, I'm very sorry to the world, but I've gotten a lot of work done. (laughs) That's, uh... I'd say it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that you willed it into existence, but I understand your penchant for for, um, superstition because I remember... I don't know if... I don't know if you were around Jordan, but on in 2016 on election night, all like these bunch of comedians did a live panel where we just sort of yeah, went on like, Facebook Live and talked about the election results as they happened, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had been earlier that day. I had been at uh, an a arts and craft store, and because they all their Halloween shit was on sale. And uh, that's when I go and buy all my Halloween shit for the next year. Mm-hmm. And there was like a big stuffed crow. And one of the comics on the panel was a Trump supporter. And I was like, I'm going to get this crow. And then when Hillary wins, I'm going to pull it out of the bag and present it to him so he can eat crow. Ha ha. What a genius (laughs) idea. And when I pulled into the Comedy Palace parking lot that night, I picked up all my audio gear and I looked at the crow and I went to like go grab the crow. And I was like, nope. You know what? I have a bad feeling. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave AG, it here. This is all your fault. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's my fault. I think I caused the whole, I think everything is my fault. Um, so I yeah, feel you. That's, yeah, totally. That is something that would haunt me forever if I was you, even though obviously it's not your fault in my brain. I would just be like, fuck, but what if I didn't get that crow? Because that's, <laughs> that's right, like- so- Voter suppression, really, uh, yes. third party candidates, Russian interference, 
and me. <laughs> yep. the 2016 election. The biggest factor of them all, the crow. The, I think uh, that's a great story, by the way. Um, mm, thank you. I mean, it has a really sad ending, but <laughs> it's a great it's a great story. Was it, yeah. can I guess the comic that it was that was a Trump supporter? Oh, yeah, you know. It was, yeah. That's who it was. Yep, yep. There we go. There we go. Because there's only one. There's, <laughs> there's only, only one. one. <laughs> yeah. There's it's only like, one. It, it makes, and then I think, didn't he, uh, didn't he like stop being a Trump supporter at some point in time? Still like conservative or whatever, but I feel mm, like I don't, he, I unfriended, no, I unfriended that ah. guy when he was still a Trump supporter. Uh, so yeah. if he's changed, I wouldn't know. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe he has. Maybe he's a Lincoln voter now. And then I can pull that crow out and hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to find a way to give it to him now. Because now you yeah. just have a crow hanging around. You can find find some... Uh, maybe you can do, like, a weird, like, witchy kind of thing. You know, like, leave it on his front doorstep. <laughs> just a note that says, unrequited crow. Eat me. <laughs> yeah. Or just... <laughs> or, yeah, just a note that's, like, vote for Biden. Trust me. Or things won't end well. And then just a random ass bird on his front lawn. I bet that would if he's br- if he's if he's superstitious at all, that'll be enough. That'll be enough I'll to just, get him to vote. I'll make a little recording. Vote for Biden. Yeah, and like just put yeah. it out there. <laughs> just a nice avian threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a yeah. Worth bird a try. messages. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. For uh, next confessor from anonymous pronouns she her. Forgive me, Beanies, for I've sinned. It has been, well, a long-ass time since my last confession. Nothing like being raised Catholic to make one born-again atheist. I'm with you. <laughs> um, that's how, by the way, you, you start your confession in church, the Holy Sacrament of Confession. Uh, it's called reconciliation. Um, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And then you have to tell them how long it's been since your last confession. Um, there's all these oh, weird funny. rules. Wait, yeah. yeah, why? Why how long? Just to I reinforce that you're an asshole for yeah. having not come sooner? <laughs> that, and I think the priest wants to know in what length of period of time you've committed all these atrocious sins. Like, <laughs> it's, it's been two weeks since my last confession, and then you're in there for an hour, and he's like, Jesus, your life, I don't know oh what you're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so true. That is actually helpful information <laughs> for any sort of counseling, the rate yeah. at which you're fucking up. I feel like what happened was that used to not be a thing, but every priest would ask, how long has it been? You know? And, uh, and so they decided to put it in the script. Um, yeah. <laughs> script revisions, last minute script revisions. Uh, anyway, back to anonymous. Um, she says at the end of last year, I had a huge falling out with my sister. We've never been best friends, but it was still traumatic. I was doing okay when the pandemic started, but a tone deaf letter from my mother about our sibling estrangement sent me over the edge. My anxiety mm-hmm. spiked to a level that was no longer acceptable. And I don't know what else to do. So for the first time in my life, I sought help from a therapist. For tackling the day-to-day challenges of the ambient anxiety we find ourselves facing, that's an interesting and really good way to put that, uh, Mm -hmm. I highly recommend teletherapy. It's been a huge help to me during these very trying times. After signing up for therapy, I came to the conclusion that I was long past due to invest more time on myself. Instead of spending all my money on vacation days visiting friends and family around the country this year, I finally had a real excuse to stay home and work on me. In addition to therapy, I took a few online classes, cleaned and organized my house, and finally, after more than 25 years of wearing contacts, I got laser eye surgery to correct my truly awful vision. Now I have 2020 vision in 2020, and the world is looking bright. (laughs) 
<laughs> You've just been waiting your whole life for this year. <laughs> yeah. I get One it. One of these days. Um, <laughs> I did too. I love my LASIK. I wore contacts for basically glasses and contacts for 25 years. Anyway, my mm-hmm. confession. I don't miss my sister and I don't miss all the traveling I used to do to accommodate other people. I've been able to stay in contact with my closest friends remotely and even started a weekly D&D game. Yes. Um, this year has been both a catastrophe and a blessing, but thanks to my therapist, I know that one feeling doesn't have to invalidate the other. Ah, so true. Mm -hmm. Thank you, wonderful ladies, for all you do. I love hearing your voices and hilarious, thoughtful takes on this dumpster fire of a year. Uh, stay strong, stay safe. We love you. Thank you, Anonymous. Yes. Congrats on your LASIK. I wonder if you got the mono whatever you know where they do one eye different than the other because if, if you're old like us and you're about to get reading glasses anyway they'll correct one eye for distance and one eye for close up so that you can see far away and see close too you don't have to do the thing that you know um us olds do when we somebody hands us a piece of paper and we have to hold it four feet uh-huh. away to see it yeah and make a triple chin for some reason <laughs> we do just to get those extra those extra two inches you're right we get that <laughs> that megan and ram face right the, uh, yeah <laughs> uh, that's or like the, when i put on mascara for some reason i make a total fish face i like pull down my whole like lower face by like lowering like my mouth kind of to like stretch yeah. open my <laughs> you make this you i don't make think this. it helps oh. yeah uh, yeah uh, i don't think any oh. of that helps <laughs> no i feel like it's there's just this like natural tendency to want to open your eyes as wide as possible when you're putting mascara on and i think that's totally yeah or put your head back as far as possible when you're trying to read something that's close that makes more sense <laughs> <laughs> but you can't actually see <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's like it doesn't matter how many chins you make you're not gonna be able to see that word just uh hand it over <laughs> that's usually how it goes with my mom she tries for like a half a second and then she's like Ugh, can you read this for me every time yeah yes yep. absolutely mm-hmm. um or you could just i guess she does get the glasses but glasses they are a pain in the ass and the thing i didn't even know you could do that with lasik you could do one eye and then the other that's brilliant yeah that makes so yeah. much more sense and at first, my, my like, you know, I'm pretty OCD because of my generalized anxiety and stuff. And I thought, that will yeah. drive me nuts. That will drive me crazy. Yes. It will drive me crazy. No, 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 no. But then um, they said it's such a slight difference. You, your brain won't be able to tell that your eyes have different levels of vision. And your brain will perceive distance with your right eye and close up with your left eye. And it'll everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. Damn. And they were right. That's so cool. That's freaking rad. Science, believe in it. It does wonderful things. Science. <laughs> yeah, science. All right, next up from somewhere in Chicagoland. Pronouns she, her. <laughs> she says, <laughs> I want to preface this confession with the fact that I really love my partner and we're probably getting married eventually. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, disclaimer. I can only right. imagine where this Yeah. We are right out of the gate. I just yeah. want to say... I really love my partner. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you watch Silicon Valley? Yes. At all? Did you see that episode when like they're like talking shit on their friend and before every time before they start talking shit they're like i mean he's great he's so creative he's brilliant he's talented they're like yeah yeah yeah. we don't need to say all those nice things how about let's just come up with like a word that we say that encapsulates all those nice things before we start talking (laughs) shit so then they say like one word and then start talking shit on their friend so funny um (laughs) all right at the end of 2019 yeah at the end of 2019 my partner of three years and i finally moved in together 
As if living with any new person weren't already a constant game of, why the F do you do it that way? <laughs> now the quarantine stuff has brought up a lot of extra stuff for me personally. Being stuck at home with him 24-7, it just becomes even more profoundly evident how I, the female, was the one raised to squeeze out the sponge when I'm done so it doesn't smell. Hang the towel nicely to dry for the next person. Put the dishes back in the same predictable place every time. I'm just imagining, like, a mug in the oven. Like, why is this here? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Separate the the laundry by color. Always leave a laundry basket free for someone else. Put actual garbage bags in the bins before throwing trash in them. Actual garbage bags. What is... What are they? Like, the freaking, like, Vons bags? Store cereal boxes both upright and closed. Change the sheets more than once a month. Put away bags of chips before bed. Use more than water to mop the floor. (laughs) Share my special expensive shampoo for colored hair with a bald man whose own shampoo ran out, etc. Oh my god. Uh, honestly, nothing he does is intentional. He literally just never was taught or expected to do these basic things that make living easier for a household. And that's what makes me the most discouraged. That some men are still just walking around this world happy, ignorant, and completely oblivious to how much women are still forced to do this, uh, to, to this day, whether by birth, culture, or necessity, which is now magnified by the quarantine, and we don't even have kids yet. I have already brought up countless nitpicking things that he has kindly complied with, and in a normal world we would have time and space to divert us from our home life so things don't get on my nerves as much, but now there's just no end to the ways he annoys me. (laughs) My true confession is that in order to deal with the patriarchy in some small way, every time I have to rehang the bunched up hand towel, I just whisper, fuck you, dude. And then I feel better <laughs> because this too shall pass. Ah. Oh my Lucky god! Ah, oh. I remember when um, my ex and I moved in together, and I pull out a, like I go in the closet. I put pull out a mattress pad and put on the mattress, and then put the sheets on. And my SO was like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, "This is a mattress pad." And what's it for? Keeps your shitty mm-hmm. ball sweat from seeping into the mattress, dude. Like it's a, pr- yeah. it's a protecty thing because you're gross. You know. <laughs> like, yes. What, yes. Why have you never heard of a it's mattress? It's just pad? hitting me. I really need a mattress pad. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said sweaty, I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm sweating up a storm in my bed. That's disgusting. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's, um, um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> this next one, I'm convinced maybe was you writing into your own show. Oh, perhaps. Uh, it is from <laughs> Allison, who says they work a federal job, so they'll keep it vague. <laughs> Uh, and Allison, this federal government employee, says, I was really scared to go back into work. Uh, I have been going since March due to an evac... I've been gone since March due to an evacuation order, and I didn't trust my government agency to fully take care of things. When I was called back, I Sad. wanted to cry. However, upon returning, it does appear that people on the ground have done their best to be sure that they're doing everything we can to keep us safe, if upper management and the people who run the executive branch don't seem to know or care about what we're going through with COVID. It's nice to have a small slice of normalcy, even though I'm falling apart because of the unrest right now, and I fear the fear that I have for my brothers. So, yeah, I know um, they called us back to the office pretty quick um, Mm -hmm. as well. I, I... 
and I all my friends that are in federal government are are back in the office now. So I'm glad that that um, the local folks were taken care of to do you know to do the the best that they could. Um, we do have to take a really quick break, but we'll be right back. Uh, if you're not a patron and you want these episodes ad free, just head to quarantineconfessionspod.com and you can donate um, a subscription to someone who might not be able to afford it right now. You can sign up for one yourself. Or you can be put on the. We have a, a pretty short waiting list now of people who are being donated subscriptions. You receive a sponsorship from uh, from a patron, so check it out. Um, but other than that, we will be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. Stay with us. Hey friends, it's AG. Today's episode of Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Fellas, listen up. Mac Weldon makes the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. Mac Weldon has reinvented men's essentials. Theirs are the longest-lasting, highest-quality items available anywhere. Mac Weldon started from scratch, engineering their own fabric, making sure the design process was meticulous so you can count on the fit being the same each time, and the differences in the details, so they obsessed over every stitch and seam until they reached perfection. Mack Weldon even has a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial and eliminate odor. Not only does their underwear, socks, and shirts look good, but they're incredibly versatile and perform well too. Great for working out, going to work, going out on dates, or just everyday life at home in quarantine. Mack Weldon's mission is simple, to make sure all your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. I recently went on their site to look for some gifts for some folks, and I really love the wide selection, all beautifully designed with premium fabrics, and they make your shopping experience really just a pleasure. It's just so easy. Mack Weldon wants you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. Isn't that great? No questions asked. All their products look amazing. The folks at Mack Weldon have even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life, and once you reach level 2 by spending 200 bucks, Mark Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the next year. Right now, our listeners can get 20% off your first order just by going to MacWeldon.com slash Starburns and enter promo code Starburns. That's MacWeldon.com slash Starburns and enter promo code Starburns. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Jordan, who do we have next? Yes, we have Major Tom, as oh. our confessor pronouns dude slash buddy. Uh, oh, dude says, control. I'm a trucker and haul from dusk to dawn. Firstly, thank you, ladies, for providing such a depth, such an, well, such an in-depth <laughs> coverage. Uh, oh, God. Firstly, thank you, ladies, for providing such in-depth coverage in such a way that a dumb shit like me, I beg to differ, did you hear the last 10 seconds, that a dumb shit like me can digest while I'm out here on the lonely dark highways. I work for an industrial laundromat, providing linens to nursing homes and hospitals. My primary route is to a massive inner city hospital, the largest account we have. I've been working these docks for two years or so and have run up against a number of hurdles concerning the hospital's handling of soiled gowns and bedding. In my first few months working with this account, I contracted mumps and not in the face due to their negligence. Complaints were made and compliance improved before slipping again. When COVID started, the hospitals were only outputting around 40% of their normal soil weights. This left a lot of free time for environmental services to do their jobs properly. Within the last two months, the input and output is back to normal, around 15 tons in, 15 tons out. 
Along with this return to normalcy was the return of routinely touching bloody sheets. Oh. Complaints seemed to backfire, resulting in what my paranoid mind could only interpret as spiteful displays, until I got a new boss. He told me to stop bringing problematic containers back, which quickly turned the docks into a warehouse for unwashed linens. Oh. The hospital complained in an email, to which my boss replied with a backlog of hundreds of pictures I had oh. sent him and the old boss. He then called them on the phone and told them that they're going to fix this or he will be sending these images to any news outlet that will listen to him as he implicates the hospital system in contributing to this pandemic on a mass scale. Mm. Things are better. I'm hoping they stay this way, but I'm just considering myself fortunate to now have a boss willing to stand up for his workers and to ensure our safety. Keep up the good work. P.S. White pee in the front. <laughs> White pee in the front butt rattles through my brain multiple times a week and it's still one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard. <laughs> oh that's a callback that's a sad, that's like an old episode yeah here's a little here's a little um easter egg uh if you type into your browser whitepeeinthefrontbutt.com watch what happens <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say um it's so funny <laughs> uh but but yeah that's that's very disappointing to hear that they were trying to push back on being disgusting and not cleanly as a hospital. So that's fucking rad that your boss is standing up to them. And I like how we still live in a country where you can threaten news coverage and we have enough faith that our media will expose these things through investigative reporting. That's a privilege that we have that a lot of countries don't have. Yeah. Uh, but And and if yeah. it happens again, well, we're happy to, you know, we've got the sources. We can, we're happy to. Yeah tell the story and and also get big news outlets to tell the story as well because i've got source connections within you know a quote-unquote legitimate mainstream media um mm -hmm. <laughs> but thank you yeah, totally. um first of all thank you for the work that yeah, you're doing thank um, exactly that's wow. what i was just gonna say yeah all right up next confessor uh it doesn't say a name it just says content warning death in the family uh, this is going to be dark and not in a fun way, but I need to get this out of my head. My good news is that I did a welfare check on my sister-in-law yesterday and found that she had passed away, not of COVID. Oh uh, I won't share details, but she was a toxic person that brought orders of magnitude, more stress and heartbreak into my wife's family's lives than she ever provided kindness and love. She had a gravity to her, much like a black hole, in that it sucked you into her problems and there was no light to be found. I can't see these things to my wife or in-laws because I don't want to add to their trauma. But much like when Scalia died, I celebrated her death, and I hope my fellow audience members will not judge me too harshly for that. Wow. Yeah. God, that's so intense. I'm yeah. so sorry, though, that that's something you had to even, like, see and find and fuck. Yeah, um, it's complicated. <clears throat> I'm glad it's you could really, get it really out, complicated. you know? I'm glad you could get it out of your head. Yeah, definitely, because, like, for anybody, you know, I'm certainly not going to judge how you feel. There there are tendencies that people have in this world to just cause, like you said, so much pain and trauma everywhere they go. It is, like, very, very, very hard to have compassion for people sometimes. And, like, yeah, I don't, I don't judge you. Working through stuff and, like, being real about the feelings you have in your head is a huge part of sorting through tough feelings like that so like you said ag i'm i'm glad that you got it off your chest that's that is intense hmm. um yeah i hope your family's okay regardless of whether or not um maybe she wasn't super liked but that's that's just like 
shocking for everybody i'm sure so thank you for sharing that with us yeah and i'm sure our listeners don't judge you either they're pretty they're pretty open-minded and understanding yeah and um i don't know how to segue into the next confession jordan so just read it okay um next one comes from confessor kate in oregon i'm hoarding potatoes (laughs) that's it that's the whole confession oh my god i read that so quickly because i i thought that it was just part of the the name kate and oregon i'm holding potatoes or hoarding potatoes but no i guess she's also holding them uh she is that is it that is the whole confession (laughs) i am hoarding potatoes why why are you hoarding potatoes there's no other information we don't know oh my god oh my god dude my mom's buick (laughs) hoarded a potato once growing up it like fell under the passenger seat and no one realized and so it it was just like in vegas in the 120 degree heat this potato just like sitting under this fucking chair and it was causing such a stench and for the like my mom got the car detailed like multiple times and we were just like what the fuck is wrong with this car and finally one day we had found the hoarded potato (laughs) underneath the chair it was like oh my god so be careful be careful where you hoard those potatoes Mm. yes keep keep an eye on them (laughs) (laughs) god I'll be here all week. Uh, Yes, you will. Next up from Anonymous, pronouns she, her. At work, we have to wear gloves and masks to keep distance and keep distanced. But not everyone has been following the rules all the time. One coworker and I bicker about COVID regularly. He doesn't like to wear gloves because they make his hands hot. And I'm super sensitive (laughs) because uh, of my dad. I've been uh, behaving in the most socially awkward ways about distancing. And sometimes I feel like people are walking at me. I know that's a bit delusional, but I can't help acting weird sometimes. Um, one time I pancaked myself against a break room fridge because someone was absentmindedly walking in with about three or foot within my three foot aura. Like I can't just ask people to distance. I have to jump away like a nervous cat. Dude, (laughs) I do this all the time. Yeah. And I try to make it dramatic enough so they notice. Right. You know? Yeah. When you like look back, (laughs) I just can only reference Ellen's here and now special for some reason. But when she (laughs) she has that bit about looking back at the person that's like, kicking your seat or something at the movie theater you do the look back you know and you make it more intense each time if they don't stop um but yeah that's that is something that i was feeling too especially when i would like i've gone to target a few times and i've kind of stopped going since then i started doing just like delivery stuff but um yeah they there are so many people that don't give any shits about the six feet thing they come in to your space like a lot it's like what the fuck man what do, what do you think all of this... What do you think this is all for? Get the fuck out of my fucking pancake. <laughs> Get away it's, from my aura. Yes. You're fucking up my chi, bro. Yes, for real. But I feel like we're going to have to normalize calling people out. I'm sure some yeah. people already have. Yeah, just being like, um, excuse me. I saw someone do that in line for Sprouts the other day, actually. There was someone that was standing still a few feet away from someone, but, you know, maybe she was immunocompromised or she was just nervous or something or whatever totally reasonable to expect people to actually maintain the guided orders of six feet and she just turned around and she was like excuse me could you please uh stand back you're a little bit close and the person was just like mm-hmm. oh yeah sorry and then she stepped back and that was it it was great yeah 
that's normally what happens nine times out of ten. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's when you get the fucking <laughs> yeah the a hole. It's like yeah. we're freedom face or whatever yeah. you know. Like did you yeah. did you see the one of that little? Cause he's not little, but he's like obviously a teenager or something. A son carrying his dad out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to beat the shit out of that guy yeah. for wearing a mask, and his kid picked him up and carried him out of the store. Yeah, like, yeah, picked his dad up. And the fact that his dad, like, let him do that, too, it just reminds me of uh, when, whenever there's there's this movie, uh, Drillbit Taylor, that I fucking love. It's so dumb, but it's an Owen Wilson movie. And they're like, he's training these kids how to fight, and he's like, all right, you know what you got to do? This is the move. You get your friends to hold you back, so, like, you look like, you know, you're, you're super intense, and you, like, want to fight them. And they do that, and that's kind of what that move reminds me of. Like, his dad was like, hey, yeah, I want to look really tough, but if things get south, just pick me up and take me out of there. I won't put up a fight. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they rehearsed it, or it's happened so many times that that's just, you know, because son looks like a hero, dad gets to look tough, they high-five after, you know. Yeah, like, mm. yeah, totally. Anyways, um... Next up, from Anonymous, pronoun she, her. Hello, I sent the hubby out last week to see if he could pick up a handmade mask or two from a local person who kindly puts the masks outside their house with a donation box. He was happy to see a couple that he liked, took them, left some money in the donation box, and brought them home. After we opened the package and tried them on, we realized that there was a name on the package. They had been placed outside on the table for a specific person to pick up. Oops. (laughs) We couldn't return them since we already handled them. I hope that the maker was able to make more to replace the ones Hubby accidentally took. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's funny. That's like the most adorable theft. That's the the greatest cause behind a theft you could have. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next up from uh, Confessor Elisa, pronouns she/her. Hi from Glasgow in Scotland. Hello. Thank you for keeping me sane from the outrage, Egypt. Uh, during lockdown, my daughter had virtual scouts. Scouts are unisex here, which was brilliant and had loads of activities. On a virtual camp, we were told what to have ready for the activity the next day. One challenge was to build a zip line. As a single mom, I was not going to be outdone and went shopping for the stuff. <laughs> I made sure it was strong rope and heavy-duty wood, and I was fired up. The next day, the instructions came through for building a zip line for a Lego character. <laughs> I did wonder how we were going to build a full-size zip line. So... <laughs> It's official. Lockdown shrinks your brain. <laughs> what is this? A zipline for ants? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that would be a really intense ask and very unsafe. <laughs> like a lot yeah, of right. Like uh, <laughs> we want you to build a ropes course and do some rappelling. Um, yeah. Oh well. my gosh, that's a fun. <laughs> uh, uh, I love a- how you were like. Well, I guess we're doing it here we go yeah. and you just went to rei to pick up the shit yeah <sighs> uh, oh that's great um well now that you have all the shit you should just build one why not yeah that's what <laughs> just I'm build saying. it, it start char- start charging people send them down a zipline maybe get osha on it or something um but <laughs> just to confirm everything's chill but ziplines are fun as fuck man they have one in vegas i haven't done yet that you can do like through the whole fremont street i've done it is- you have is it fun yeah and they do oh. use Superman style. So it's like you're flying through the yes, air. Yes, that's so, so fucking this, fun. Like, 
little hammock that you're laying in and you put your yeah. arms out like you're on the front of the Titanic and you just zip line over the entire Fremont Street and it's like wind in your hair and it's like you're flying. It's so cool. That's so fun. Dude, Vegas used to be way more like that. There used to be way more attractions like that. When I was growing up, MGM had a whole theme park. There was Wet and Wild mm-hmm. right on the strip, like a huge water park. There was, uh, I mean, there's still Circus Circus, but Circus Circus now is like the only thing that's like that. They used to have so many things like that. And then they were like, you know what? We're not really going to cater to the children anymore. I think we need to be a bit mm-hmm. self-aware here. Take out the titties. And then the TI, the Treasure Island show turned into like a freaking stripper show. That used to be super friendly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ah, all right. Our last one for now uh before our break comes from confessor warren pronouns he him warren says you help me so much thank you yeah and and i am hoarding potatoes and you help me (laughs) so much our our two shortest confessions of the day and jordan you can read the next one we get back because sure i think you got both of those um (laughs) but we'll be right back in a second uh right after a quick word from our sponsors who we love so stick around we'll be right back Hey, everybody. This segment of Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by Raycon. If you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you've heard us talk about Raycon already. They make the best wireless earbuds anywhere for a fraction of the cost. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, and you can easily drop hundreds of dollars on a pair. But instead, I recommend checking out the incredible wireless earbuds from Raycon. They start at about half the price of uh, uh, any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as top audio brands. Their latest model, which is called the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet. They have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, really rich bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. And I love that that Raycon wireless earbuds um, are comfortable, so I don't get a headache from them. They're perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts or whatnot, or audiobooks, and they don't have any wires or little antennas or anything to get in the way. I'm always losing earbuds, but because Raycons are so affordable, I just bought a couple of extra pairs. And they're so much more comfortable than other wireless options. The earbuds are stylish, they're discreet, and they sound so clear. It's no wonder celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, and uh, the Migos? Is that how it is? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Migos? Okay. Yes. Uh, um, says the olds. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it is no wonder. I'm like, Snoop Dogg, got it. Melissa Etheridge, got it. The Migos, all right. They all use Raycons. Even Cardi B listens to WAP on her Raycon earbuds. <laughs> oh, I rhymed. Uh, pick up your pair of Raycon wireless earbuds and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. You get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash starburns. That's buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash starburns for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash starburns. Hey, everybody. All right. Coming back with our next confession from Confessor Anonymous. Hello. Jordan style. Hello. They wanted that as a stage direction. Hello. (laughs) Hello. uh, Hello. (laughs) As a healthcare provider at a great company, I am lucky enough to have been provided with a reusable N99 mask, although it is slightly off-putting as it looks like a gas mask. It does a good job filtering and thus alters the smell of many things. Ooh, I like where this is going. The the other, the other uh the other day after escorting a patient out I released my toot and my toot my toot I released my toot how did I fuck up pronouncing fart dude that's like the only thing I'm an expert on um I released my 
my toot and the smell of crayons permeated my mask. Just crayons. No other scent like a fresh new box of them. I do not eat crayons. I do not have any in my office. There is no reason for this. I found this quite exciting and I encourage all other N95 and N99 wearers to take note of the new smellscape that is available to us. That is all. Thanks for all you do, you lovely humans. Uh, love, anonymous Crayola farter. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this sounds like something they would do at a Mensa gathering, like a Mensa meetup. Um, I was uh, yeah, a member of Mensa for a long time. They have these meetups where you show up and it's a bunch of Mensons. And uh, he, like one time we put this uh, paper on our tongues that cha- like flipped your taste buds around so that like a shot of vinegar tasted delicious. You know, Whoa. These, these are the kinds of like fun, nerdy activities. I can just see a bunch of Mensons showing up with their N99s and farting around a big circle to smell <laughs> each other's farts and be like, hmm, crayons. Interesting. Uh, yes. I think that is awesome. And I, I look forward to hearing more about it honestly my uh my mom her, she like kind of lost her sense of smell when she was in her 30s and she like can't smell farts she can't smell anything and i wonder if like farts just smell if things smell different to her too because there's got to be people that that just happens like naturally that's so interesting to think of whatever weird sort of switching happens in that mechanism i bet yeah smells are so interesting especially when we're talking farts Love yeah, it. and I believe, I think, I'm pretty sure that the olfactory sense is the one that it's tied most strongly to memory and nostalgia. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. And emotions. Yeah, well, I hope my mom has memories when she's older, from past 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. It's because you can't smell. <laughs> yeah. <It's- laughs> I couldn't smell the love. It's like I never had it. <laughs> Love smells like crayons. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all um, right. <laughs> next, next up. Yes. Oh, wait. This is you. Haha. My bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My turn from Rachel. <laughs> Rachel says, forgive me, beanies, for I have sinned. Ever since my parents died, I've been getting scam messages about purchasing their home, including the assisted living facility my dad lived in at the end of his life. It used to really upset me, but now it really pisses me off that they are taking advantage of people this way. So today, I signed up Elaine from the Indie Investments team for emails from the Church of Scientology. Fuck you, Elaine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Dude. The fucking Church of Scientology. How how insane. I feel like it's crazy how little that is talked about and that it's just functioning so intensely. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Good call. Uh, next up from Anonymous. Someone in line said the cashier was essential and I muttered to myself, she's fucking essential. And I'm pretty sure some people heard me. <laughs> <laughs> it oh god. Occurred to me. Um you know, we've had Mary Trump on Daily Beans. That's a pretty mm-hmm. big get. And that mm-hmm. makes me believe that I th- it's possible that we could get Michael Cohen to come on uh, and talk about his book to promote his book, right? Because usually, if, if it's somebody like a Michael Cohen yeah. type, they're all they're all in because they want to <clears throat> they want to reach our audience. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me that I could get him to say it's fucking essential. Yeah. Oh. And now, God, that and just now it's like come. 
Yes. I know. It's my whole goal now in life is to get him a, a, a soundbite of him saying that. Maybe I'll, you know, we don't he's tell gonna him make why. so much money off of this book, but yeah, right. We, no, we, I, just, we, <laughs> uh, I just need you to say it's fucking essential. And yeah. then, of course, um, Virginia Heffernan wants uh, him on her show as well, so that she can show him or do her. Uh, impersonation of him for him which is mr trump mr trump and just like saying that over and over again mr mr trump mr trump and so i told uh i told virginia like hey maybe we can bribe it bribe him with a grocery bag with a boxing glove in it and she's like you know i think you're right i bet we could Um, i'm so curious to see how he conducts himself when he's like has you know some of these things behind him a little bit more like is he gonna Mm, go right back to being a piece of shit do you think or or Mm. is he gonna like fucking god the amount of jail time that he like wound up even doing or will wind up even doing and manafort and like all those fucking roger stone nothing it's it just pales in comparison to the shit that they aided and abetted for so many years ah i know i know whatever yep whatever limitations (laughs) whatever um next up confessor okeg pronoun she her Listener since the kitchen days. Oh, thank you. Uh, Last election, I wrote 60 letters to Arizona and Texas, and surprisingly, the areas that got my letters had higher than usual voter turnout and voted blue. This election, I've adopted 240 voters, 120 from Georgia and 120 from Texas, and I'm working on the letters and plan on adopting more. Now for the confession. I work for a trucking company that hauls petroleum products, and I'm not exactly proud of it, but I I live in Oil, Oklahoma. That's Oklahoma. And am a woman who are massively underpaid here, so I have to suck it up and get them where I can. Mm-hmm. Now for the confession. I've done all of my letter writing on the clock. <laughs> Use their printer printer to print the letters, their envelopes and postage to mail them. My boss found my stash of letters about a month ago, and I lied and said I had brought everything from home to do on my break. But I plan on moving ahead full steam with my plan to have my company unknowingly support my letter writing campaign. Fuck the man. I fucking love you guys. Y'all are the reason I feel supported enough to start standing up for better a better country. I love this community. Yes. Fuck is my favorite word. Yes, I fuck. love the swears. It's my favorite part. Rock on, ladies. Much love from OKEG. Dude. Yes. That's great. Oh. And I feel you so hard. I used to work for a, a company that put cameras on deep water oil rigs and i would end up having to go to houston for like oil conferences oh Oh, god God. how was that oh just a sexual harassment i was gonna say the fucking because like people like going to conferences because of the the weird shit that happens in the after hours right and so it's like (laughs) i mean i guess depends on the conference but i definitely think that uh an oil conference would be filled with a bunch of nasty nasty people hitting on you constantly it's yeah it's oh god the puns oil men you know the fucking oil puns Oh no. no, they aren't good. They aren't. They aren't smart enough for puns. <laughs> um, what do we got next? What do we got next? My oil. Uh, yes. Okay. Next up, <laughs> confessor anonymous pronoun she her. Our older dog Ari she her died on Friday afternoon two weeks ago. And I'll be honest, losing Aww. her feels like a part of my soul got ripped out. Oh my god, I'm so oh, sorry. Man. She was the most amazing dog, so intelligent and beautiful, and she spent every day by my side with her sweet face resting on my knee. Aww. 
As much as I miss her, it's been even harder for my husband. She was his dog before we got married 13 years ago, and he's been struggling with severe depression that's gotten worse since. So when he texted me a link to a snowblower being sold on Craigslist, showing the most excitement and enthusiasm I've seen from him in a couple weeks, I was down for this. A last-minute van rental, a two-hour drive, and here I am, the perplexed owner of a snowblower in August, but my husband had fun and I got to see him smile. So that's my good news slash confession. It better snow this winter, goddammit. And before I forget, I wanted to tell Jordan about an app called How to Pronounce, where you can feed words in and I'll tell you how to pronounce them. It can be quite hilarious when it gets a word it doesn't know i fucking love you three (laughs) thanks for all you do keeping us informed making us laugh being a light in dark times thank you for that suggestion i'm going to download that right now and Mm. i am so 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 sorry to hear about your dog that's we lost to pre our family dog in march in or in april in quarantine and it was like yeah it's just so Mm. it's so brutal as if all of this stuff hasn't been brutal enough and i'm just really really sorry that that happened yeah that's that's hard that's really hard to lose a pet um god i am really i am so sorry um but i love that the snowblower made your husband smile so hopefully he'll be out there blowing snow like (laughs) wearing a cowboy hat like yeah buddy like just fucking it up maybe Mm -hmm. send us a video of that if you could yes next up from Confessor K, pronouns she, her. Content warning, sexual stuff. Uh, about a year ago, I made my first purchase of a vibrator. Well, it was worth the money and so much better than one a boyfriend bought for me in college. Now, I now question if any man I've ever been with has actually gotten me across the finish line. Though, I use this purchase only during solo time. I haven't had a partner in about two years. I find I need visual stimulation, quote-unquote, to aid in the process of using said new toy. This has taken me to interesting corners of the interwebs. I am a woman who's like 95% straight. Part of that 5% is still incredibly attracted to Jordan. Hey. But I have found that visual aids of two women enjoying each other's company has been quite effective uh, in utilizing my toy. Yes. I'm... Conscious that the amateur videos aren't always reputable, so I was glad to stumble upon a married couple's channel on a certain site that ends in hub. Oh man, game changer. (laughs) I remembered AG saying at some point that we should pay for porn to support sex workers, so I'm proud to say that I will be contributing to this couple. Also, can I just say how glad I am that the vibrators now charge via USB and are no longer battery operated? What? I need to give me one of those. Yeah, because yes. it used to be it used to be a battle between your vibrator and your remote, right? You're using your vibrator and uh and then it runs out of batteries and then you have to take the batteries out of your remote, your TV remote to finish, but then a Kimmy Gibbler <laughs> episode of Full House comes on and you're like, I can't watch this <laughs> shit, but now your remote doesn't work. <laughs> and you're stuck. With Kimmy Gibbler. And who needs that? Oh my god. That's so fucking funny. Dude, yes. I'm a big fan of that confession. (laughs) Dude, I wish... (laughs) Me too. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. I freaking... We need to normalize talking about sex stuff. Just in general. As society. It's good. It's good talk. As a society. It, it is. is good talk. There's a there's a sex store that's like literally across the street from my house, and I haven't gotten in yet. I'm gonna go in now in honor of your confession. Thank you. 
I think, uh, didn't you say uh, on your latest I Disagree pod that you guys were together wondering if cock rings were a piercing <laughs> or if they went around the cock because you yes. didn't know? Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a cock ring is something you put around your cock, right? It is. It is. Yes. It, that okay. Is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve was like, isn't a cock ring just a, like the piercing, like the Prince Albert? I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a thing, like a like an actual nope, cock that's ring. That's called... A, a Prince right? Albert. That's yes. called a genital piercing. There's, exactly. You know, that's what that is. Exactly. Or, uh, there's, yeah, or barbells. Yes. Jacob's Ladder, whatnot. Yes, yes, I've Jacob's heard. Ladder. I've heard. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard. Ooh, um, respect to anybody that gets that. Holy fuck. God, that but, sounds um, incredibly painful. Yeah, Cochrane goes around the, the cock, cock around it yes ex- yeah. yeah okay mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. that's what i thought i've never used one personally but i f- I, I figured mm. i figured as much i'm glad that that's settled now uh we should have just mm. googled it i don't know why we didn't google it we had a computer instead we just put it out there that we're fucking because <laughs> you don't want that shit cockering prudes fucking- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true uh i love sex all right next up confessor patrick Patrick says, my inner 14-year-old is alive and well. During quarantine, to keep mentally active, I'll sometimes take a phrase that I hear and turn it into something dirty or socially inappropriate in my mind. Whenever I hear the character name Harry Kunth on the Kids on Bikes awful neutral podcast, I can't help but Google. In this spirit, I have... Oh, Kunth. Oh, duh. Fucking duh. Kunth? Oh my god. Sorry for butchering your yeah, if you very that well-planned-out the- pun. <laughs> you type that into the app though i don't think it would no yes oh that's true no 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 that's me not using context clues at all uh harry harry cunt obviously um in this spirit i have to confess that whenever i hear you ladies say writ of mandamus my mind changes it to writ of damn anus <laughs> yep i'm giggling again <laughs> stay safe i writ of love damn that. anus Harry. I'm going to try to slip that in, uh, no pun intended, the next time I'm talking to, like, a constitutional professor about the Steve, or the Steve Flynn, Michael Flynn case. I'm just going to be like, yes. yeah, rid of, of damn anus. <laughs> and, and just see, and just see how it goes. Yeah, and and is... I'm also supposed to ask Glenn Kirshner if he's wearing boxers or briefs. I keep forgetting. Yeah, you've got quite the Freudian box of questions you're you're expected box. to. Box. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, finally, yes. our last confession from Confessor: Some pseudo intellectual punk. That's better than a pseudo punk <laughs> intellectual. Just so you know. Uh, pronouns: <laughs> He, him. Oh, ladies of beans, I must confess my sin of hubris. <laughs> I was mailing a package to the, at the post office right when they were about to close, and they had started to lower the metal gate to indicate this. Determined to goof off in front of my lovely wife, I decided to limbo under the gate. Unfortunately, I overcompensated, fell forward, and body slammed myself into a nearby wall. Five socially distanced hours in an ER later, I learned that I had broken my collarbone somehow. Oh, God. Limbo accidents. Uh, let this be a lesson. When they ask how low can you go, it may come with consequences. Also, the price of supporting a democratic institution and goofing off about it is apparently four weeks in a sling. Thank you for all you do to get us the news and our humiliation in front of thousands of listeners. (laughs) You're welcome, pseudo-intellectual punk. That must hurt so bad. 
I've heard oh. that's a really painful one too. And there's it's yeah. there's nothing you can like do to like alleviate the pain, you know, right. like without some sort of oral assistance and I don't mean yes. sex stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that that seems like it's one of those things where even lifting up your arm at all would just be excruciatingly painful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I don't even God damn, dude. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Goo. Jerry Lewis. Ladies. Wow. Okay. You know, I I <laughs> I um I'm wishing your collarbone a speedy recovery mm. for sure mm. i have on the topic of bones that are broken just to make it about me here for a second i i Is your vibrator out of batteries i'm pretty <laughs> no i promise this is remotely related i i feel like i have broken my ass bone like the very end of my spine what's that called like your coccyx or something mm-hmm, that's it like coccyx yeah y- yes I really think I broke it. I think I have like a bone chip and it happened a couple years ago. I was on acid snowboarding and I like, yeah, and I had only snowboarded a couple times. And since I was on acid, I felt like I was really like, you know, just one with the fucking snow, you know? I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I get this shit. This is, I'm like the Steve Jobs of snowboarding right now. And then I come across this really icy patch and way overconfident because of the acid i like go ripping down like into this area and i just slip and fall and like i go up and then land straight on my ass and i like couldn't sit on it for for like days and still occasionally if i sit on my butt for like an extended period of time it'll be so painful like walking hurts going to the bathroom hurts and I don't know how to fix it. Like, how do you fix a broken ass bone? Have you ever gotten uh, an x-ray of it? Or uh, have anybody no. like <laughs> done a scan, a butt scan? Get a butt scan. I have not. I should probably get a butt scan, huh? <clears throat> yeah, because you want to make sure God, that you don't I'm, have... I'm terrified. You want to make sure you don't have any, like, fused uh, vertebrae up higher at all that are that makes it feel like it could be a butt problem, but could, like, cause major lower back problems later, and they can usually fix that stuff with, like, oh, laparoscopic no. surgery, uh, if, oh, if that's God. what it is. But, you know, you never know yeah. until you, until you scan the butt, until you scan the ass. Uh, you know yeah, what you should true. do, you know, you should do is you should sit on a Xerox machine and make a photocopy and take it to the doctor and be like... <laughs> Is my butt broken? <laughs> Just yeah, I did. <laughs> I took the liberty of uh, doing the first step myself. This should uh, do. Can it. you take Here a look at this, please? <laughs> mail it yeah. in. Mail it in for for remote health care. Just be like, I, I'm social distancing. Can you take a look at my coccyx and tell me if it's hurt? <laughs> yeah. I've been like I'm such a hypochondriac and I have such like white coat syndrome I get so anxious when I go into doctors and I haven't wanted to tell any of them because I'm afraid they're going to do some like weird process to check my ass or something they're going to like make me get on all fours and then take that thing that they use to check your reflexes on your knee and like tap my fucking like ass bone or something as I'm like freaking bare ass cheeked in their face that's what I imagine that's yeah. that's my anxiety that's how that works allow me to <laughs> waylay your concerns that's not what happens you you <laughs> You go in and they give you an x-ray and then they look at it and either call you or they you look at it then and tell you what's up with your butt. Right All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. That sounds safe enough. Yeah. Yeah. You never have to be <laughs> ass up until you're under anesthesia. So you won't even know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Sweet dreams. Well, I'll provide updates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Butt dates, updates, <sighs> butt updates. I don't know how to. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Always. 
Always and forever. All right. Well, I think the episode title today is either Unrequited Crow or I Am Hoarding Potatoes. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, but thank you all for sending in your confessions. We love you and we love them. And you can send them in at quarantineconfessionspod.com or whitepeeinthefrontbutt.com if you, if you still. I wouldn't put that in a work browser. But anyway, um, I do really appreciate you sending everything in. Uh, do you have any f- thoughts before we get out of here, Jordan? I do not. All right. Well, everybody, uh, I don't know. Say 10 Chuck Schumers and watch five Rachel Maddows and go forth and sin <laughs> no more and love and serve the your dog. Praise be to pod. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, don't, I still don't know how to end this show. But everybody, thank you. We will see you next week for Quarantine Confessions. Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazell with quality assurance by Kanai Williams and Amanda Reeder. Writing and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reeder, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joel Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is quarantineconfessionspod.com. <laughs>